reaching Israel and the world. Welcome again today, beloved ones, to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. We're concluding a series today that I'm calling Simple But Profound Truth. Honey, you know, if you think about it, I think the most weightiest revelation that we receive are the simplest revelations. Wow, that's the truth, that's the truth. And we'll miss them if we're not paying attention. Right. So we really have to, to watch and listen for the Holy Spirit in this world. You know, Jesus said, unless we become like children, we shall in no wise enter the kingdom of God. Wow. The truths that transform us and conform us to the image of Jesus, they're very simple truths. Things like love and, you know, patience and right. discipline, just right. common sense things. Right, right. And, and isn't that the truth? A child, all they do is just simply take in the simple things all around them and they're just amazed and watching. And so today, as you watch this episode, Watch for the amazing in the simple. Baruch Hashem and greetings again in Messiah Jesus. Beloved ones, I'm excited to continue a journey with you through the Word of God. I'm calling this journey simple but profound truth. I'm sharing with you keys in the Word of God that can put you on a trajectory to come into unity with God. We began weeks ago talking about how Enoch in the book of Genesis chapter 5 verse 24 walked with God in such a way that God literally took him off the earth and he was no more. You see, we're not describing religion. We're describing what I like to call a scientific reality in the spirit, that we can come into such supernatural unity with God that we achieve true victory in the world, that we become master of our lives. I'm saying this, beloved ones, that it is possible to overcome in the spirit by walking in unity with God. And the keys that I'm sharing with you, once again, they sound so simple, but the truth is, unless we practice them, we're going to miss it. Now, in the previous broadcast, I began by talking about if we're going to walk with God and experience unity and victory, it needs to begin with recognizing or acknowledging the Creator in our lives. Now, you think you understand that, but let me tell you, it's so much deeper than what we think we understand. I encourage you to go back and get the first teaching. What does it mean to really acknowledge the Creator? It's not just saying, I believe in God. There's so much more practical application that must be outworking in our lives if we're truly going to walk in a way that's acknowledging the Creator. And unless we're acknowledging the Creator in our lives practically, not just saying, I believe in God, but in the way that we walk during the hours of our day, every day of our lives, until we come to the place where we're acknowledging our Creator so that we become aware of the fact that every breath we take is a gift from Him, until we come into that consciousness of that reality, we're not going to be living, beloved, in the victory that God has made possible for us. And then we proceeded from there to talking about the next key. In order to walk with God and come into unity with Him, we need, listen now, beloved ones, listen, to understand His presence. 
There are so many things that the Spirit is communicating to us through our circumstances, through our dreams at night, through things that people say to us, through divine intuition that's in our conscience and in our heart. So many ways that the Spirit is speaking to us, but too often times, many of us are missing it. Until we learn to understand His presence and recognize His voice, beloved, until we come to the place where we're hitting the pocket, when we're in the zone, when we truly have ears to hear, until we come to that place that we understand His presence and have learned to recognize His voice, we're not going to be able to walk with God, with Hashem, the Creator, in the type of victory that He has made possible for us. And then last week, I talked about the fact that we can walk with God and come into unity with Him, listen now, by clothing ourselves in His nature. And I talked a lot about the fact that we have to restrict control the desires of the flesh and put focus on taking on the nature and characteristics of God's Spirit. Now, this may sound like old truth, but beloved has to be new truth. The reality is that if we're going to clothe ourselves with His nature, with His likeness, we have to put tremendous focus on doing so because we have resistance. Every day we have resistance from the world, the flesh, and the devil. And unless we have kavanah, which is the Hebrew word for focus, that every day we're living with purpose of taking on his nature, clothing ourselves with humility, clothing ourselves with gentleness, clothing ourselves with love, clothing ourselves with sensitivity, clothing ourselves with rising up in power to speak that which gives life rather than criticizing. Unless we're doing that with kavanah and purpose every single day, we're not going to be able to walk in extreme victory with God. I spoke about the law of similarity and dissimilarity, that the more we become like Jesus, the more we're going to know God. This is what Jesus prayed for in the Gospel of John. Hear God's word, the grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of God abides forever. Jesus said this, I did not ask on behalf of these alone, but for those who also believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, here we go now, even as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be, listen now, in us. You see, Hashem, which is the Hebrew way of saying the Creator, it's God's name, the name. Until we understand that it's going to take effort on our part in order to become one in Him, even as Jesus and the Father are one, until we understand that we have to, to, to be in a battle every day, that we have to be engaged in warfare, until we understand this and fight the fight of faith, beloved, we're going to be living from failure to failure. So listen to me once again. The more we restrict the flesh, we hold back our anger. We don't release it. We hold back our frustration. We don't speak out of it. We hold back speaking words of criticism and accusation. We have to hold it back. It takes strength. It takes confidence. It takes purpose and confidence until we restrict the nature of the flesh and instead willfully choose to speak a word of love willfully choose to speak that which gives life, 
willfully choose that which brings peace and unity. Unless we're doing that, restricting the flesh and putting on the nature of the Spirit, we won't be able to walk with God. So let me ask you, how many times have you found yourself gossiping about people? That will break your fellowship with God. You won't be able to walk with them. How many times have you found yourself speaking words of criticism? It will break your fellowship with God. This is critical. It's simple but profound truth. If you will engage in warfare, restrict your flesh, and choose the Spirit, you're going to enter in, beloved, to a walk with God that's beyond anything that you've ever known before. There's always more. You may say, I'm already walking with God, but let me say to you, you may be walking with God, but your path can go higher. The more we restrict the flesh and take on the clothing of the Spirit, the more similar we become in Jesus to His own nature, and the more we're going to experience Hashem in our life. And then I talked also last week about the fact that we can walk with God when we, listen now, internalize His love. We need to, listen, internalize His love. We can say, I believe God loves me. We can quote John 3, 16, God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. We can talk about the love of God. We can send people Christian greeting cards that talk about the love of God. We can even sing, Jesus loves me, this I know, because the Bible tells me so. And yet, even after doing all those things, we may not have internalized the fact that the Creator really loves us. You feel shame, some of us. You feel guilt, some of you. And that shame, that guilt, is creating a block so that you're not internalizing the Creator's love for you. You need to understand, Jesus died on the cross for you. He shed His blood to take away the guilt, to take away the shame, to cleanse you of an evil conscience. God wants you to know now that that sin has been removed, how much He loves you. I want to thank you all from the bottom of my heart for being those that will disciple these new believers. So, Father God, in Jesus' name, I want to thank you for these that you've called forth to be laborers in the vineyard. God bless you. I love you guys. Amen. Amen. So, I just want to tell you, when you received Jesus, the life of God came inside you. And you're born again. And everything is going to change in your life. As you follow through on this, and as you yield your life to God. Now we brought for you today some copies of the Gospel of John. So you're going to read the Word of God. I want you to read it through every day for 30 days. And then you're going to get into church, go to a church where you trust the pastor, and then you're going to come to the baptism on Monday at 10 a.m. 
I love you guys. I'll see you tonight. Bring a friend, okay? Okay, God bless everybody. Is God blessing your life through the teaching of Rabbi Schneider? Why not become a part in sending him around the world as God brings salvation, healing, and deliverance through television and on-the-ground outreaches? Visit rabbipartners.com or call 800-777-7835. As a thank you for your monthly support, Rabbi would like to send you three very special partner-only DVDs. In Pursuit of Him, an intimate view of Rabbi's life journey. It was worth it. The amazing life story of Cynthia Schneider and Crusades Behind the Scenes, a partner-exclusive look as Rabbi ministers around the world. Become a part of what God is doing through discovering the Jewish Jesus. Begin your monthly partnership today. I've shared this in other series. I need to share it again. Why did God create you and I? Why does the book of Bereshit, or Genesis, say to us that God, the Creator, made man in His own image? He created us in His own likeness. Why did He create us in His likeness? I mean, why did He create a human being that shared in His likeness? It's because, beloved, He wanted to create a vessel that He could fill with Himself. He created us in His own image. Listen so that He could share Himself with us. He created you and I to be vessels, perfect vessels that could receive Him. You see, God is so overflowing with His goodness. He's so overflowing with love, with kindness, with victory, with splendor, with strength, with power. God is so overflowing with victory, everything good. He wants other people to experience it. He wants to share himself with others. He said to Abraham, Abraham, I am your exceedingly great reward. God created you and I in his likeness to share himself with us so that we could experience reality as he experiences reality. This is what heaven's about. It's about experiencing his reality. God wants you to share in his reality but in order for you and I to share in His reality, we have to become convinced that He truly loves us. Listen, Jesus took the sin out of the way. He took the guilt out of the way. He took the condemnation out of the way. There is therefore now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. There's nothing in the way. All that has to happen is for you and I to open up our hearts and realize Father's favors upon us. He's not angry with us. Our sin is not in the way. He loves us. Let me tell you, God loved you during your worst days, and His love never failed you. He'll never love you more than He does right now. You have to become convinced of His unconditional love for you. Father loves you. Beloved, we need to internalize His love for us if we're going to walk with Him. He wants you to feel good. He wants you to feel pleasure. He wants you to be happy. Think about it. When you ate your last meal, hopefully it was a halfway decent meal, didn't you get enjoyment out of tasting the food? I just had for lunch matzo ball soup, a favorite meal for Jewish boys. My wife made me matzo ball soup with two matzo balls. Oh, it tasted so good. She put a little salt in it a little pepper in it. I love feeling the texture of the matzo balls in my mouth. It was so good. It warmed my stomach as it went down into it. Why would Hashem, why would the Creator 
have given me the ability to experience such pleasure when I, as I did when I ate that matzo ball soup, if he didn't design us and make me to experience pleasure. See, the Bible says he's the God of pleasure. God wants you to feel good. He wants to make you happy. He wants to lift you up. He wants you to be in victory. He loves you. And you and I need to open our heart to that and believe it. Internalize Hashem's love for us. And finally, beloved, to be able to walk with God, listen now, we have to understand our purpose. If we're going to truly live life in such a way that our life counts, that we're going somewhere, that we're ascending upwards, that we enter into unity and victory, if we're going to accomplish that, we have to understand our purpose. Beloved, we are here, listen now, as I've been sharing, to come into unity with our Creator. It doesn't matter if you live in Africa, Haiti, the U.S., or Jerusalem. Your purpose is the same. Your purpose is to become transformed into His likeness and to come into unity with Him. Let me say it again. It doesn't matter if you're unemployed, if you're a doctor, if you're a hairstylist, if you're a policeman, if you clean houses, if you're an accountant, if you're a bricklayer. It doesn't matter what your occupation is. It doesn't matter where you live. The road may be different, but the journey is the same and the end is the same. The purpose is to come in to unity with our Creator. The reason that we're here, beloved, is to choose to put God first, to apply these key spiritual principles that I'm teaching you every single second of every single day. We may be taking different roads. We may be coming from different parts of the world. We may have different occupations. Some are old, some are young, some are single, some are married. We are on different roads, beloved, but we all have the same destination to come into unity with Hashem, to come into unity with Father God through the love of His Son, King Jesus. Beloved, the things that I've explained and described in this series, don't take them lightly. These are simple but profound, heavy truths. They may be simple, but the simplest truths are oftentimes and usually the most weighty. I encourage you to go back Review this entire series. Take notes. Outline it. Look at the principles once again to recognize God, to acknowledge Him. What does that mean? Number two, to understand His presence. Number three, to internalize His love. And number four, to understand His purpose. Get the series. Take notes. Meditate. Pray about these things. And if you will put them in front of you, Beloved, do it for a year. I mean, do it for the rest of your life. But make a commitment that you're going to review these principles every single day for a year. By that time, they'll become second nature. I promise you, you will become more empowered supernaturally by Hashem's Spirit than you've ever been before. Listen, God loves you more than you and I can ever know. He loves us so much. He is infinite. How broad and deep and wide is the love of the Creator for us. He made us for Himself. He has compassion on us, and He wants us to experience 
His joy and His reality. This is not about religion. This is about reality. It's scientific, spiritual truth. Apply these principles to your life. I promise you, beloved one, you'll be blessed and God's joy will be your portion. These principles, they resonate with anybody and everybody that's got a heart after God. And you know, honey, one of the things that I mentioned in terms of coming into alignment with the Spirit of God and entering into the fullness of what the Creator has for us is I said that we need to internalize Father's love. We need to internalize the love of Yeshua, of Jesus, in our hearts. And the truth is, is that there have been many great men and women of God over the ages. They've been men and women of great faith, and yet after living for God almost their whole life, some of them for as long back as they can remember, even doing great exploits for God, they got to the end of their life, honey, and they didn't even have a real assurance that God loved them. And that is such a shame. Because to know God's love for us, I mean, that is like the most important thing that any of us could attain to. Not just to read about it, to have somebody tell us about it, to glibly quote it, but to really internalize experientially the knowledge that we are loved by God. I mean, that just absolutely transforms us. Yes. I think that's how, why he starts out by saying love the Lord your God. It's about love. But we can so easily, all of us, get lost in the details of life. You get so distracted by uh, what we think we have to do and all the details involved with it that it can get robbed from us. And we have to continually reprogram ourselves to be in alignment with Father God, to be in alignment with love, love receiving His love and giving back praise and honor and thanksgiving and love and receiving and, and waiting upon the Lord and, and receiving. Because if we just get busy, 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 busy trying to do all the things we think we're supposed to be doing, it will be robbed from us. Mm -hmm. Our first love Amen. will be robbed. You know, Paul, Paul prayed, and this is one of my favorite prayers in the, in the New Testament. Paul prayed, I pray that God would direct your heart into his love. Paul also prayed that we would come to comprehend the breadth and the width and the length and the height of the love of God in Messiah. I pray about this all the time. Father God, help me to know your love for me. Help me to know your love for me. The fact is, is that we're born into this world separated from God. The Bible says that we're born into this world in spiritual darkness. And so we're in the process of coming out of the darkness and being enlightened by the Spirit of God to really be able to comprehend the love of God. Yes. And so I want to encourage everybody today to join with the Apostle Paul in praying for yourself that Father would direct your heart into His love, that you would know He loves you just as much when you fall as he does when you're succeeding, that his love for you is unconditional. Because honey, when we really grasp this, we're gonna be able to do great things and God is gonna be blessed. Praise God. Baruch Hashem, bless the name of the Lord. Beloved, the title of the series that you're listening to today is called Simple But Profound. The reason I titled it this way is because the truths that I'm proclaiming in this series are very simple yet they have the power to transform our lives. 
Think about it. We hear, for example, proclaimed all the time that God loves us. But when we really personally internalize that the Creator Himself loves us, it changes our life. Continuing on this concept, simple but profound, I want to point it towards our finances. The truth is, if we say we love God and we honor Him, yet we're not tithing and presenting offerings to Him, something's wrong. Because those of us that know the Word of God and really know God's love and honor Him, the natural result is going to be that we're going to tithe and present offerings. I just simply want to encourage you, if God is blessing you through this ministry, would you present your tithe to Father God through this ministry or present Him an offering? God loves you, God bless you, and shalom. Here's how you can partner with us. Send your tax-deductible gift to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. Donate online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Call 1-800-777-7835 or text the keyword rabbi to 45777. To show our appreciation, we'll send you an audio CD and download of Rabbi's Message of the Month and our most recent newsletter. Your gift is bringing salvation, healing, and deliverance to Israel and the world through television, internet, and crusade outreaches. Finally, many of us have been faithful to the Lord with our finances while living. For those of you who like to remember the Lord in your finances when you go to heaven, Click Will and Estate Gifts at DiscoveringTheJewishJesus.com. I'm on the Mount of Olives, and I want to close the broadcast today by speaking the blessing that Father God said should be spoken over His people. In the book of Numbers, chapter 6, the Lord told Moses and Aaron, Speak these words over my people, and I will place my name upon them and bless them. Yavarech Yahweh, Vayishmarecha. Yair Yahweh, Panavelecha, Vichunecha. Yisar Yahweh, Panavelecha. May Father God, Yahweh, the God of Israel, bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord your Father lift you up by His countenance, and Father God is going to continue His beloved child to give you His peace. Revelation today for a brighter tomorrow. Find Discovering the Jewish Jesus on all your favorite social media outlets and stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. Connecting with Discovering the Jewish Jesus has never been easier. If two of you agree on earth about anything that they may ask, it shall be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. Let our prayer team pray for you. Send us your prayer request today by visiting our website or writing to the address on the screen. 
Our prayer team lifts up every individual request before the Lord. And then, as God answers your prayer request, or if God has touched your life through discovering the Jewish Jesus, send us your testimony. We want to rejoice with you, and your testimony will encourage others. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. At the same time, pray also for us, that God may open to us a door for the Word to declare the mystery of Messiah, discovering the Jewish Jesus, reaching Israel and the world. Today's episode concludes the series, Simple But Profound Truth. If you've enjoyed this series and would like to purchase a copy, visit our website or call the number on your screen.